Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast. You are now listening to episode 137, part one. Um, This is actually our second take. We just had to eat dinner before, so charged up now. But um, the way this episode is going to work is we're going to do some transfer activity with um, our clubs here. Um, It's just me and uh, Zach today. He's going to fill in for Evan. Um, Evan's working right now. Our schedules were all mixed up. Um, We were supposed to record yesterday, but I kind of slept past our little window there. So we're going to break this episode into two parts. So um, we're going to do Chelsea and United in this part. And then Evan's going to upload a part two where he's going to go all in on Arsenal. Um, Interested to see what he has to say. But um, Zach, what's your outlook here this summer for United? What is your... What are your ideal positions do you think the team could focus on? A leader. Just a leader, nothing about any positions. You just want a, a clear, defined leader on the field? On and off the field. Do you not have it already? Doesn't seem like it. No, you don't think Ronaldo can take that role this year? He he can still bang in 20 goals, but... Yeah, but you're talking about leaders. Be... You didn't say anything about on the field. You just said a leader. There needs to be structure to this team. I feel like it's just a bunch of superstars thrown together and uh, do do score goals, do things. Yeah, they had a very poor um, end of the year. It's very hard to watch at times. But um, we're gonna go. We're gonna start with Chelsea here, and then we'll hop to United. So um, to start off, we're just gonna we're gonna look at the team right now, and um, we're gonna decide maybe. What areas they need to improve on? Guys that are coming back, can they help? And then um, potential new signings in the in the current market as of recording this. It's June sixteenth, so um, we'll see what links are going on right now and maybe potential signings they can make. But um, I would say since we lost a lot of defenders in that back line, and we're going to lose Lukaku, obviously. I think um, the defense, I think one in each position at the minimum, as well as a striker role, um, would be the areas we need to improve on. What do you think, Zach? Is there anything else, or do you think that's enough for this team to maybe cut that gap between Liverpool and, and City? Because it's been double digits between those those teams the past two seasons now. A lot of it comes down to injuries, I think, at least towards the second half of the season, and the other is the manager style. Pep and, and Klopp seem to have figured out a new, not necessarily a new way to play, but they're shaping the structure of the game for years to come by just finishing leagues ahead of, of the their competition year after year. Yeah, and Liverpool by far finished the year playing the most games. I think they played 60-plus matches in the in uh, last season in all competitions, performing well in all every single competition, winning two of them. But, um, yeah, squad depth's a huge thing. Um, I think backup roles for Chilwell and James would be nice. Um, we're definitely going to need two more center backs now that we lost Christensen and Rudiger. Um, backup keeper because we, we're trying to ship off Kepa. Um, he's been here now for... I had it pulled up here. We, we bought him back in the 18-19 season for $88 million. So he's been with the club for um, this past season was his fourth season. Yeah, his fourth season with the club, and he's done nothing but rotted on the bench. So um, he's definitely somebody that needs to go, and we can clear the wage bill there. 
Um, I think the midfield's okay. Maybe a holding mid, whether that's Declan Rice or potentially somebody else. Um, we are getting back Connor Gallagher and Billy Gilmore. Um, whether Tuchel is going to involve them in the first team's plans for next season is a different matter. Um, I don't think they're ready yet. Maybe one more year, but um, especially for Gilmore, he had a tough time last year with Norwich. That was um, bad from the start. But I think it still comes down to that number nine role and work in that attack because at times the team overall's attacking scheme is kind of pretty bland and not very creative. So I think we just need to unlock that little piece to the jigsaw. Um, what do you think? Is there is there anybody maybe coming back on loan that could make a difference? Like I mentioned, Gilmore and um, Gallagher. I think that piece is a front man. Yeah, that's who Chelsea struggled to find for a while now. Yeah, um, so guys coming back from loan for us, um, Emerson. So he's that left back, left wing back. He's coming back from Lyon. Um, I don't think he'll last. I think they're definitely going to look for somebody else. But I think he could work as a a backup to Chilwell coming off that long term injury. We have Ethan Ampadu was on loan in Serie A. I, he's only twenty, so I think he's still has a future with the club now whether he's going to be able to get first team minutes this year i'm not sure uh we mentioned billy gilmore um he's potentially linked with a move to everton lampard wants to scoop him up for a year potentially uh, which could help him batshuayi i don't see him being the guy bakayoko um he's been a failed um project after the couple seasons he's been shipped out every year to syria um we got kennedy there left mid left wing back not really um shout out our boy ramen baba uh, absolute legend there coming back from reading um and then we got clark salter no matt miazga was in um la liga he's not going to be that guy and then danny Drinkwater as well um as well as armando brogia had a decent year with southampton another number nine but um he's potentially maybe going to go out to west ham um but yeah it's going to have to come from that, that two million, 200 million budget um, that Tuchel has full control over. Todd Bowley's come out and said it's all in Tuchel's hands. He can decide what he wants um, while he's still getting settled in the club and figuring out how um, the year is going to work and with a professional football club now. But he is experienced in the sports world there, um, having ownership in multiple teams in America here, mainly the, the Dodgers. Um, but yeah, um, I I don't I would think we can we can definitely get into the signings now potentially here, um, and we can just talk with how big of a difference they could make to this team. So um, I think the number one guy we've been linked with for the past year or so is Jules Koundé. Um, they were trying to get it across the line last summer, as well as um, the following window in the winter in January. Um, but Sevilla has been pretty stiff about the, uh, the the release clause trigger for him at like 80 million euros. But I think they worked it down a bit. And now um, where it's pretty close to getting done, he could be a massive boost for us there. Uh, he could fill in that Rudiger role off to the right. Um, only 5'11", I believe. But still, he's he's a big, a big personality for our team. And 
I think he could fill a massive role for us. Um, Zach, we know over the past five to six years, Sevilla has been a dominant team, especially when in the European scene when it comes to the Champions League and most most importantly the Europa League. They won it, they won it at a period there for two or three straight seasons. Um, there's a lot of talent that comes out of Sevilla. Yeah, Sevilla is definitely, I don't know if I would liken them to Ajax of Spain per se, but I, I guess that would be the comparison to make there. Yeah, and Unai Emery's done a good job um, over the past couple seasons with Villarreal. Um, we know um, two seasons ago they beat your United team in the Europa League final, um, yep. and they did a good job this year. They, 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 they held Liverpool in the semifinals of the Champions League to a tough, tough bout, but um, were overpowered in the end. So there's a lot of good talent coming out of Spain. Um, next, we got this one's picked up over the past week. Ait Nori from Wolves, left wing back. We talk about backup for Chilwell um, over the past couple of seasons. He's done a decent job with Wolves. Um, a young wing back there. Um, forget his nationality, but he could be a decent guy like there. What do you think about Ait Nori? Yeah, he's had uh, his moments for that Wolves team. I know he came in, I believe, due to an uh, injury in the squad, so he's had to fill in that sort of role before, which I think he would be put into in, in Chelsea sort of the backup mm-hmm. off off the bench in case of injury or squad rotation that sort of role yeah and then we look into the goalkeeper situation we mentioned Kepa um, likely to be going out hopefully I think there's been links with Newcastle potentially but um, Gabriel Salina this guy is an 18 year old American he declared he's representing the U.S internationally he plays for the chicago fire he came through the academy um he's been linked heavily with a lot of top european clubs uh, mainly chelsea and real madrid um and i think chelsea is starting to edge out the or starting to lead the race for his signature there um i think they're going to look around that eight million euro range to sign him and then they're going to loan him for the i think two seasons to just let him stay playing for the fire um 18 year old goalkeeper u.s there's been a lot of young american goalkeepers popping up the last five years or so um it's weird i think a lot of people link it to basketball and hand-eye coordination what do you think about american goalies over the last couple seasons zach american goalies are definitely having a, a bigger presence not necessarily starting but you got the likes of zach Steffen as a backup at man city and uh ethan horvath Yep, over there. Uh, Turner, Turner heading to Arsenal. Yep, they're getting these these backup roles, which are not ideal, but they are getting that Premier League training and experience over there. They're at least playing in the those domestic cup fixtures. Yeah, I think training with the top top talent in the world is nice and training and all, but um, it all matters getting that game experience. So hopefully, exactly. if those guys can't play, they'll be loaned out like this Selena deal potentially and. Um, it's important now. It's a World Cup year. So the more game time these guys can get in general, the better. Um, we move to the center back position now. There's a couple guys here. Uh, Milan Skriniar, Skriniar. I know you're familiar with him. I think he's Slovakian or Slovenian. I forget. I confused yeah. the two. Um, One of those Slavic nations. Yeah. I know that's from Inter Milan. Going over with a broad stroke. But yeah, he's from Inter yeah. He's been linked with United in the past. Yeah, he's he's a established guy there. He's played a lot of time in the Serie A. 
um, as well as I think Bastoni, his teammate, as, as well, another potential guy. Um, a lot of these inner guys are linked with us because I think we're trying to figure out a way for Lukaku to go back um, so we can get some sort of compensation for it because we did just spend a, a boatload of money for him and we don't want to look um, like a fool there losing an ex- exorbitant amount. Um, Kimpembe, potentially. Chelsea's looking through Thiago Silva and his relationship with Kimpembe to potentially come to the bridge. Um, what do you think about Kimpembe as of as a center back role there for he has a good relationship with Thiago Silva um, never played in the Prem but he is a World Cup winner with France that would be I, I believe an ideal signing at least that, re- that relationship with Thiago Silva would definitely help him settle in yeah um, uh, just flat out signing a world class player that caliber World Cup winner as you said would be pretty impactful uh, one that goes under the radar here, we got Joska Givaldio. I pronounced that wrong totally. He's a center back for RB Leipzig. Um, I forget his nation. I think he's like one of Croatian. He's around that area there in the Baltics. But um, he's potentially a guy we're looking at as well. Um, I think Tottenham are looking in the race for him as well. But he's another guy in that central um, defender position. Um, moving up the field a little bit, we got... Um, Ibrahim Sangre, Sangre, Um, I know he's linked with United as well. He plays for PSV. He's a holding midfielder there. Um, he's definitely somebody that can come in and, and rotate in there for Angolo Conte because he's potentially linked with United. Um, and he had to pull out of, of France's squad there uh, last week due to a knee injury. So um, Angolo Conte's time is kind of coming to an end. So potentially he could be a replacement there. Sad to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wesley Fofana is a guy there linked from Leicester City. He's coming off a massive injury there where he broke his leg and uh, had a dislocated ankle um, as well. Man United are looking at him potentially. And then uh, we talked about this in the first take we did um, with Aspi uh, Christensen and Alonso all potentially going to Barcelona getting somebody in return, and that one being Serginho Dest. We know Boley, American owner, definitely wants to keep Holosic there for the marketing and the brand um, to grow in America, and I think Dest could even boost that marketing even more. Um, he could definitely rotate in there with Reese James. He's not at that level yet to compete for the starting role, but he's definitely a guy that can put good minutes in and rotate with James. Um, what do you think about a move for Dest? from Barcelona, not getting starting minutes every single week, but could come to Chelsea, American-owned, um, come into play with a fellow international teammate and Christian. I think it would be a great decision, at least from my point of view. Getting out of Barcelona, I, who I believe is on the on the downturn with a lot of older players there and financial issues as far as, as my understanding goes. Yeah. I think he will be much more valued at a club like Chelsea, especially American-owned, more eyes on him, that sort of thing. Uh, Another guy on the opposite end, we're talking about left wing backs now, Mark Cucurella was awarded Brighton's Player of the Year, his first year in the Prem coming from Getafe in La Liga. He's also linked with Man City and Tottenham, but I think Man City are currently leading the race for him. Um, what do you think about Cucurella? He flew under the radar heavily this year at that left no, wing I think back he role. had 
I think he had an excellent season for Brighton, and him getting that player the the season for them is is well deserved. He was he was very very tough at that spot, very energetic. I think he he fueled a lot of the the momentum that that team had going forward and back. Yeah. Um, moving further up the pitch, um, we know there's links with Raheem Sterling. He potentially wants to get out of City. We know they signed Holland as well as Julian Alvarez. We know Jesus is wanting to leave is now Sterling as well. He is from London, so um, there are going to be those links there to Chelsea. Um, I think the number one guy potentially right now is Usman Dembele from Barcelona as well. Um, as Dest, he's on the outs. He didn't want to sign a new contract with them. Um, it was tough. He didn't want to play there anymore. He got a oh, he signed over, or he was sold for over a hundred million pounds or euros to Barcelona. I think four seasons ago when he was only like eighteen. Um, played under Tuchel, respects him as a manager immensely. Um, my main thing with that would be he's just heavily injury prone. Um, it's very tough because we have a highly contested. It's highly contested in those positions uh, already, and I think adding more to that is a signal that we potentially are going to sell a couple guys. Um, who they are, it's kind of narrowing down to a few, but I don't know. What do you think about Dembele? Is he worth the risk? Well, you could. I could just flip that back on you and look in, in hindsight. Was Timo Werner worth the risk? He was a similar sort of signing. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's fair. Um I don't know. I mean, it's, it's tough. You never know. You never know until they make the decision. But I, I believe Chelsea needs that out and out striker, that forward man. Yeah. They had it in Lukaku, I believe, but Tuchel's the guy at the helm, and he didn't quite fit his system, so they moved on from him. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna find that number nine um, person this year. So I think Havertz is gonna have to um, handle that uh, those minutes. I think towards the end of the year, he was the guy there at that nine role. Timo played further on the wing. So I think Havertz is going to have to be that guy. Um, the only other guy listed here for links there is Richarlson. I definitely don't want to take on Richarlson. I think he did a great job with Everton, but he is not a central number nine guy for us. I don't believe it. I don't believe uh, in I, him. I agree with you on that one. Okay. Now on the on the out, we talked about Aspi. Um, I think those wingers there are Timo. You mentioned him. Um, Ziek, I think he's highly on a lot of people's radars, um, especially Man United. I think. What would you think of Ziek coming to Man United? Would that be a great signing there on that right attacking mid role? I get Van de Beek vibes from that signing. It, I I don't see him getting much time in the team the way it's structured now. But with the new manager coming in, the former Ajax manager and True. Ziek, former Ajax player, I think he could. Definitely get worked more into that squad, but time time will tell with that one. Um, Pulisic potentially to Serie A, whether it's Juventus or AC Milan. He's heavily um, invested into playing, obviously, like a lot of players, but um, that's going to be a key decision for him, whether he stays or not, as if he's in the plans to play a lot more. And I think he's feeling a little more ease with Todd Rowley taking over with that American ownership. Um, so this summer should be interesting for him. We already touched on Lukaku, um, Gallagher and Gilmore linked with Lampard there in Everton. Um, potentially both of them could go there. I think that'd be good for Everton as a whole. Um, Mason Mount and N'Golo Conte, um, both with, I think, one or two years left on their deals. Um, 
could be interesting. This would be the year I think we we would let them go for a lot of money. I would be okay with letting Conte go. We already touched on injury issues, but um, we can't let Mason Mount go. The last two to three years, he's been the best guy for us um, week in and week out, and he's just somebody we have to pay whatever he wants. Um, do you agree with that? Do you think letting Mason Mount go would be a huge loss for Chelsea? Yeah, I, I really think so. He he was the backbone of that offense. Uh, you could tell he, at least on the pitch, he, he loves that club and loves playing for him. So I, I would hate to see him go. Mm-hmm. Um, Academy boy as well as James. Yeah. Um, we we seen um, Trevor Chaloba. A lot of these guys are academy based, um, homegrown yeah. guys, if you will. It's good to see them coming into the first team, and unlike the previous generation of academy guys who got sent out into lone hell and ended up like De Bruyne and Salah who are stars now but moved on from the club and that's definitely bittersweet probably seeing that as a Chelsea fan yeah um speaking of loans we got Brogia we talked about him having a decent year with Southampton um potentially may not be the guy yet for Tuchel so he maybe move out again to West Ham or maybe Southampton again this one's a weird one Ruben Loftus-Cheek he's one of those guys he's 26 uh, plays that center mid role, played wing back a little bit this year as well. Linked with a loan to Inter, maybe. Um, I think he's somebody that's heavily underrated. I mean, he does a great job every time I watch him play. Um, it's just one of those things that maybe people don't think he's the most flashiest or um, doesn't play the most energetic style, but I think he does a great job every time he plays. Yeah, I think he... he... He puts in a great effort as well. I, I just believe the constant loans hurt him. I don't think he spent more than one. I don't think he spent two consecutive seasons at the same club. You can correct me on that, but I feel like that has a lot to do with his impact uh, or, well, his, his influence as a starter rather than a, a bench or rotation guy because he just always gets loaned out, so he's always with a new group of players every every season. Yeah, I think this was the first season that um, he stayed and played the whole year and didn't get loaned out because he has been loaned out before to um, Crystal Palace. And I think the year before he, or yeah, the year before he was with Fulham for a little bit. So I think he's developed a new, more of a, of a rotation guy for the first team. So um, it's tough. So I think now's the decision time where if he's going to stay and keep being involved or if we're just going to cut our losses there and let him go and i think ross barkley's in a similar situation there as well um he's only got two years left on his deal so should be interesting to see what we do with him as well another guy that nobody really talks about ever um so yeah i think that does it for all those talks with what we have right now um so we can move on to man united so right off the bat positions on the field where where do you think you guys can improve this window and get the get the job done well i mean starting from the back the the center backs got all a lot almost all the flack for for this team veron has an overhyped signing coming in and heavily underperforming harry Maguire as well so disappointment with the center backs i don't know about immediately moving on from them but center backs are up for question there. Full backs as well. I know uh, Juan Bisaka is linked to leave. Um, possibly Diogo Delo. 
I'm not too up to date on the the fullback moves, but that right back position could be up for grabs, at least in terms of the the defense there. Yeah, I will say as of right now, there's been no official signings yet for United, but um, Nemanja Matic has left. He signed a deal with Roma, reunited with Mourinho again. Um, Cavani's been let go. Lee Grant, the third goalkeeper, has retired. Pogba is most likely going back to Juventus. Um, Jesse Lingard is has been let go. Um, I think he can have a great, uh, great change of pace in his career. Um, wherever he goes, he'll go to one of those mid-tier teams, I think, like he did with West Ham and did a great job for yeah. them. Yeah, I like um, seeing him at West Ham. And then Juan Mata as well is gone. So a lot of a lot of dead wood there gone, a lot of the older guys. Pogba again, two twice now, you guys have let him go and haven't made any money on him. What do you think about that and what that says about the club that's, and, and the that's board? Just, that's awful business there, letting him go. I, I'd rather look at this from a, a football standpoint. You got a new manager coming in. You mentioned that's all dead wood leaving. I think those are all holes that... An excellent manager, which will uh, have to be seen with the the man coming in now, his, whose name is escaping me. Eric Ten Hag. Eric Ten Hag, right? He'll if he wants to prove himself as a a solid United manager. I think filling in those, which he said, dead wood slots would be would be crucial. He could bring in a lot of his guys, like Ziyech. I'm not sure if he worked with him, but I know Ziyech is a former Ajax player. Yeah, he could definitely fill in. One of those open midfielder roles, like you mentioned, Lingard, Mata, and Pogba all leaving. Pogba, the most impactful of the three of those, but Mata and Lingard, excellent rotation players for the team in the past. Uh, but yeah, I think filling in those dead wood slots with impactful players who would light a fire under the butts of some of the starters who maybe have not been motivated to compete for their slot would be a great change up for this team. Yeah, and you guys, this uh, this would have been Pogba's sixth year since right. signing again with the club. He signed for out of for a fee around 115 million dollars, um, fifth highest paid guy on the team. He's gone. Cavani sixth on there. He's gone, and then rounding out the top ten, you got Mata as well. So letting a lot of guys go um, that are getting paid a lot of money. Um, yeah, it's for the better, I think. I think Phil Jones as well, potentially Eric Bailly. There were talks. You mentioned Juan Masaka, so there's going to be a very big clear out. Um, yeah. I think I think that's what you'd want, but I don't think that's physically I'm, possible I, in one window because I don't think you guys can sign that many people. Um, no, it's not. But I'm I'm excited for the changes, and and I mentioned lighting a fire earlier. I just think some of these starters need some competition. They need to compete for those slots rather than just going in and out and just having a normal day at the office and yeah. being satisfied with a low a top six finish but borderline out of the top six so I, I think competition and some motivation at the very end of the day would be very healthy yeah i agree and speaking of competition you got guys coming back from alone potentially having something to prove to to the manager the new manager and earn his trust to keep them in the first team's plans um, starting off, we have Chong coming back from Birmingham, uh, left winger there, 21 years old. Um, there's a lot of competition in those attacking positions there. Is he going to go on another year on loan, potentially? I, well, we'll see. If he doesn't, I think he'll be one of those 
top contenders for for a winger role at, at least i think he'll give it his all he he loves the club he's come up through the academy put in put in a lot of work he's a great talent much like all these academy guys that you might bring up or all these returning loan guys mm-hmm. if i think out of all of them he might have the biggest argument for a slot in the team or at least a rotation slot okay. he's satisfied with that rather than going on loan again yeah uh axel Chuanzebe originally was loaned out to aston villa after six months they decided to let him go it wasn't working out he was having a tough time went out um the second half of the year to napoli um you're having a lot of issues with center backs there is he somebody that can kind of fix it he's 24 years old I think giving him a shot. I mean, he's he's been in the team in the past uh, for those rotation duties. He's he's been in those Europe League uh, games, filling in for injuries like uh, by or just rotation for yeah. starting guys. Um, left back Brandon Williams, very tough year with Norwich, but pretty much started every single game for them. Is we're we're seeing that Luke Shaw potentially isn't in the plans. Um, Alex Tellez um, played the majority of the time this year, but didn't have the best of times is he somebody you guys can maybe give some of those minutes to while one of the other one of the other guys leaves yeah i i think uh williams is excellent he's got a lot a lot of fire yeah he's a very passionate uh, guy you know, he's, he's, he's stuck passionate. i love i love seeing him at the the fullback slot there kind of reminds me of andy robertson for liverpool okay um andres Pereira went to fluminez in brazil um central midfielder um, I remember he scored an absolute screamer, I think, the beginning of this year or um, towards the end of last season, whatever it was. But he's yeah, one, one of the recent seasons. Yeah, he's somebody that has some creativity in there. Yeah, he's he's got the creativity. Once again, he's he, all these guys you're mentioning are the lone guys, so they're all on rotation duties when they're at the club. So we'll see if Ten Hag um, does yeah. anything with them. Uh, young guy you guys signed from Atalanta last year, I believe, um, Ahmad Diallo, uh, or from, was it Ranger? No, two seasons ago, you, yeah, you guys signed from Atalanta, the 2021 season, um, yep. loaned him out to Rangers. Um, he's kind of along the same lines as Alanga, so um, those guys would be battling for the same position, so it's either him or Alanga that go out, so do you, do you think it's him again, maybe? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I got to see more of those, more minutes from those guys. Yeah. You know, with my own eyes, but the, that's a very uh, Real Madrid signing there. Picking a signing when I was like 16, I believe, just picking out this young. Yeah, he's teenager, 19 currently. Like, uh, like how Madrid brought in Odegaard. Right, he was like 14. And they picked him up. Yeah. So, hopefully, there's plans for him at the club. If not, that'll be disappointing. Yeah, somebody you've watched a lot over the past couple of years signed him from um, for the French League. Anthony Martial loaned him out to Sevilla, um, I believe, in the winter. Is he somebody that can reignite his career, or do you think he's just gonna? He's not gonna get any I, minutes because of Ronaldo. I feel like I feel like that question is asked of him every season, and every season he's had that a different manager had a different role for him. When he was brought in I, I from Monaco, I thought he was an out-and-out striker. And then he came into the team and was played more as a, a winger or not a true number nine, which I think he flourishes in. Yeah, but he... with Rash, with with not Rashford, Ronaldo still at the club, uh, I, I think his spot is taken. So it might be time for him to move on. 
Yeah, he's been with the club for about seven seasons now. He came from Monaco for about $66 million. He was a Van Gaal signing, I believe. Yeah, I'm looking back at this website here. It lists all the people he that he was uh, he came in with his class, if you will. It was the, that that window. It was him, Morgan Schneiderlin, Memphis Depay, uh, Matteo Darmian, and Bastian Schweinsteiger were the big ones, um, as well as Marcus Rashford was promoted from the youth team. So that was around that class of guys. Um, Victor... Right, all guys in awkward roles or who have moved on since then. Yeah. So, um, uh, and then one more, we got Donny Van de Beek coming back from Everton. We know he's worked with Ten Hag with that IX system. Uh, when they make that, when they made that deep run in the Champions League, lost in the semis to um, Tottenham in the dying minutes of the game. Um, is he? Is this finally the guy that he can work with, or do you think it's 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 over for him? I say yes, he is a guy 100% he can work with. I love watching this guy play. Was he a, a former teammate of Ziyech? Um, they play I, together? I'd have to look. It was him, it was him, De Jong, Delic. I think definitely Ziyech was on the team. Yeah, I, I think if they bring Ziyech in, uh, him and Van de Beek should have starting or very important roles in this team. I think they would have great chemistry. Both of those guys are amazing midfielders. Yeah, now that now that uh, Matic is gone, there's a lot more minutes there for him. So it would be McTominay, Fred, and him now in those roles. Um, so yeah, that's all the lone guys that are back. Um, now that we can get into the news here, potential guys leaving and coming in, um, I guess we can start with guys leaving, potentially. We have um, Dean Henderson potentially going on loan to Nottingham Forest. Um, on a one-year deal loan, uh, loan with a buy option for around 20 million euros or pounds. Um, Ethan Horvath can kiss all of his minutes goodbye in the Premier League. Yeah, I think right away. There's just there's this there's that massive difference in the two leagues there with the speed of the game, um, and it's gonna be t- it's gonna be really tough for him to get any sort of time. So. Yeah, I don't um, even know if he got more than ten matches in the in the championship. Yeah, I'm not sure either. He might have been a cup kind of guy for them, but um, we know Dean Henderson has played first team ball in the league. Um, we, yep. we saw him with Sheffield on loan from United the one year. Excellent season. Had a great season with them. I think that was the year they finished pretty decently. Um, is he somebody that we De Gea is? I think on his last year or. Yeah, he has two years left on his current deal. His his contract ends next summer. Is Dean Henderson the guy that can take over for De Gea? I think 110% yes. It's all lies on him, though, if he wants to ride out these next two years on loan and or riding the bench. But yes, I, I think Dean is the guy to, to, to take over for De Gea, yeah. who still deserves that starting spot 100, 100% on him. Yeah, De Gea turns 32 next month. Um, we know goalkeepers can go a long time, so maybe he's going to stay for another three or four years. Yep. So um, maybe not. Who knows? Um, Much Gea, like uh, Vandersar came before him, very tenured in that role. I think De Gea filled in very nicely as the the long term goalie. Um, who else here do we have? We, we we talked about Pogba leaving. Is Pogba leaving going to be a massive difference? Um, maybe more so in the locker room. Yeah. Pogba leaving will be massive. He was he was a big draw for the team, uh, publicly wise or from a, a an audience standpoint. And I think on the field he's he's a big presence. But 
I, I think bringing in Van de Beek into the team, if that ZX signing's completed, those guys will be great going forward. And then you'll have Fred and McTominay as your more box-to-box -box holding midfielders. So I'm not too worried about Pogba leaving. But he did have a lot of creative influence on the team, so okay. it'll be interesting to see without him. Um, getting back into those center backs, potentially that could leave Eric Bailly and Alex, Axel Twanzebe. Um, it's saying that Ten Hag has reportedly decided to let go of both of them this summer um, in their overhaul. Um, what what has your experience been with Eric Bailly, the roller coaster of him? Um, and I guess as well as Twanzebe. Twanzebe, not as much, but. Um, what do you think of Eric Bailly's time at Man United? In a whole, and what would, how would you sum Bailly up? Bailly has been the most injury-prone soccer player I think I've ever seen. That guy's been more injured than healthy in his career. Mm -hmm. uh, he can be pretty awkward on the field. He's definitely more aggressive from what I've seen. At least off, off the field, he seems like a, a jokester or a fun guy to be around, at least when Zlatan was Ibrahimovic was at the club he was True. a bit of a funny guy to to be around it looked like from what I saw but yeah he's he's just so injury prone it's he can't get a lot of minutes mm -hmm. um Juan Basaka now in the right back position um he wants a new deal with the club but I think they're waiting on Ten Hog to give a full decision but I think it's pretty much leaning towards the they're open to bids for him I think they were looking at Palace potentially to come in for him. He did take him back. Yeah, they he did come from Palace, um, and I think that'd be a great signing for him. I think the the right back role for for Palace is pretty weak. They just re-signed Nathaniel Klein for a one year deal, and they do have I think Joel Ward as well. So I think he could definitely claim that role if he went. It's back almost like there. they've just been keeping the seat warm for him while he was gone. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I know for a long time he was like one of the most um, locked down fullbacks in the league when it came to percentages oh, and tackles. One of the best tacklers of the ball. Yeah. Um, do you think that's a that's a mistake in Ten Hog and the club, or do you think maybe they are looking at somebody else that could fill that role? I mean, if they got someone else in mind, uh, it makes sense letting him go. I, I, I think it's sad to see Juan Bissaka go. It always seemed like he gave, a, he gave every game his all. He would always go hard on offense and defense so it, it seems like he's going to be on the way out i'm just hoping that there's a solid replacement in mind okay and then uh one more here um it's not so that he's gonna leave but what do you think about marcus rashford do you think he fits in the future for united here or do you think his time has passed or is it too soon to judge i think it's way too soon to judge did have shoulder surgery at the start of the year, missed up, I think, the first three months. And when he came back, didn't have a very good time and had a tough time even making the first 11. Um, we saw a lot of his minutes go to Alanga. So, um, and it's like we mentioned, it's a World Cup year, and he needs to do his best to get uh, yeah. off on the good foot here at the beginning of World the year. World Cups can definitely be massive marketing tools for your game. Ames Rodriguez is the main guy I think of with in the 2014. Was that 2014 World Cup? I think the, with, with yeah, Colombia. Yeah, it was in Brazil. He, yep. he had a crazy World Cup with them, and everyone was watching that guy. Everyone loved Thomas. And then he went to Real Madrid. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if I think best thing for Rashford's career right now is to get get that starting role in the England squad. 
put in a great shift for them. Come back. Well, that, that World Cup will be partially through the Premier League season, so he'll have to uh, fight through the start of the season, but I think getting through that World Cup can give him some, some new energy. All right, now the getting into potential link guys, guys that can come in, this list is very long, so we'll kind of fire them quickly. But um, going from the top here, Christian Eriksen um, potentially coming in. He's been linked to United, um, Man United and Tottenham being the top two. I think he's officially decided he's going to leave Brentford. Um, we saw he still has he still has the, the, the touch and the game to play at the highest yeah. level and I think Brentford just doesn't have the overall squad to see him per, to see him succeed for what he is and what he deserves so I he think, has that excellent technical ability yeah he'd be great on set pieces we've seen Bruno struggled on penalties this year um, free kicks kind of mismatch or split there with Ronaldo so um, definitely somebody that's consistent. Do you think Erickson can be a good signing, or do you think that's splitting the min- maybe splitting the minutes too much there with Bruno? I think it's splitting the minutes. If you sign Erickson on top of guys like Zayek, that midfield's going to be way too crowded. Uh, I immediate reaction for me. I am not a fan of that signing for United. Uh, another big mo- money move potentially. Frankie De Jong from Barcelona. Uh, we talk about guys that know Ten Hag. And this is definitely one of those alongside Van de Beek. Yes. Uh, potentially, it's going to take 100 million euros, 85 million pounds to get him to come. Um, De Jong has already expressed that he'd rather stay at, at Barcelona. He's flattered by the by the um, thought of being asked to come there, but I think he's happy with Barcelona. Do you think he would make a massive difference in that holding role there, potentially going to start over Fred or McTominay? Yeah, I think it would. I mean, completely transforming this midfield is is what I think Ten Hag will will do to this team. He'll he'll he's going to rework this entire midfield with losing some of the deadwood which you mentioned earlier. So he would be a big asset for them. Yeah. But I I, I think Fred and McTominay have put in great shifts the past couple seasons, so they'll they'll be fine. Yeah, and I think it'd be really tough to get him because I think one of the main reasons he would not want to go there is because of no Champions League ball. So yeah. um, that's going to be tough for United to get top quality guys to come there. And he's he's justified staying at, at Barcelona. I, I don't hate him for, for saying that. It's respectable. Uh, a couple more IX boys. We know Juran Timber, the center back there, um, Netherlands guy. Um, Daily Blind, ex-United guy, has hopes yep. that, that um, Timber. It's saying that Daily Blind hopes unbelievable IX teammate Timber rejects United this summer. <laughs> Um, but they're closely monitoring him and potentially could get him. A lot of center backs, just like Chelsea. Um, I know you don't know too much about him, but we, we know that center back role is something they need to fix up. I think Maguire's in the same boat as Rashford. He's got he's to put in a great ship for England. Those international duties can almost reinvigorate your career. Um. A weird one. Same uh, for Varane. Another another man, Anthony, winger, Brazilian guy from IX. Another link with Ten Hag worked with him. Could be around fifty million euros to get him. Um, Tammy Abraham, 
Man United could turn to Abraham after missing out on Darwin Nunes that went to Liverpool. Do you think that's uh, he, he's obviously going to fill in that Cavani role? You, yeah. you only have Ronaldo now in that striker role um, with maybe Martial not coming back. He's going to definitely leave. So, do you think Abraham can be a, a backup to Ronaldo? Do well? Yeah. I never really give the Abraham signing a thought, but I, I think that would be it would be a, a good signing and filling out his backup and then i when ronaldo leaves i would assume him taking the starting role mm-hmm. he's shown a lot of great development i think yeah um robert lewandowski talking that united would be happy to pay lewandowski 400 grand a week uh that's what he wants God. his wage to be um which i'm looking here i have their their wage i mean bill. money is not a problem my friend Oh, dude, the website bugged out. But um, where? Yeah, I gotta pull it back up. But the, I was looking at the top wages. That be more. That would be more than De Gea, I think, currently. Um, but do you think Lewandowski would would be good there? They could put two up top, Ronaldo and Lewandowski. How do you think that would work out? On paper, it sounds like you're building an ultimate team in in FIFA, but. Uh, I think in practice it would absolutely fall flat on its face. I don't think that would work out at all. Hmm. It would ultimately cause the players to want more money yeah. due to his super high wages. Yeah, I'm not. I think that's a almost a, a joke. <laughs> that article. Yeah. Currently, where is it? If you, uh, I can't. The, the website won't load up. That's okay. We can move um, on. Denzel Dumfries right back there. Um, he's been linked with a couple clubs as well as Chelsea yeah, he's, from Inter Milan. He's hot right now we with know. the transfer news. Yeah, we I, I saw him score in the Nations League uh, in that big win over who they play. They beat um Netherlands. Netherlands. Beat, who they beat? They beat somebody like four nil. It was like one of the big, Belgium. They beat Belgium like four Belgium four one nah. something. He scored. Um, he's definitely somebody that can play that role. Um, Scrinier, we talked about him with Chelsea. Um, Ruben Neves, he's been a guy over the past year or so in that midfield role. If De Jong doesn't work out, do you think Ruben Neves is a guy that can make a difference? We know he only scores screamers. That's true. He's also Portuguese, so he'll have that linkage with uh, Bruno in the midfield there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't mind that signing. I just think the Red and McTominay are the starting guys, and breaking that up will yeah. be a tough change. Um, it's saying here Wesley Fofana, center back, Sven Botman as well, it's another center back. Um, Pau Torres from Villarreal. We talked about how Una Emery's done a great job with that team. Um, Ziek, we talked about him. Uh, Milinkovic Savage. Um, center mid from Lazio. I think he he's is. He's been linked with United for a while now. Yeah, he's. A, I think he's like six five, six three yeah. at least. He's like a mass. Big, he's he's got Mitty. like Matic's build. Right. Um, it's seeming like holding mid and center back, or and a striker, backup striker, like those main yeah. roles that and you're build, building for. up the spine of the of the team. Is that the right way to go? Building up the the spine, yeah, of of the squad, yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think Pogba was a, a big role in the, in that spine. Ronaldo um, definitely will 
top it off again this year, uh, ideally with another 18, uh, push for 20 goals. Yeah. He's got it in him. And then uh, a wild one here. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain said Liverpool will listen to offers of £10 million for Oxlade. It's saying United and West Ham are thought to be interested. That was as of three days ago. Do you think Oxlade-Chamberlain would make the team? Would he be a starter there? He would fill in just like he did at Liverpool. He'd be a rotation guy. I, I think he'd be better suited at a West Ham or like an Aston Villa. I'm not sure if they're linked, but I feel like Villa would be a solid destination for him as well. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I have for what we currently have up to this date in the market and what's going on. So um, the window is going to be open until the 1st of September. So it's going to be a very long summer. Uh, a lot of business is going to get done. Um, we always know it's a, a fight to keep up there. Who's going to spend the most money? You have to spend the money to keep up. So um, maybe we'll do more of these with a couple other teams. Maybe we'll We'll do weekly updates with our teams. Who knows? But um, we're in a weird period right now with uh, with no no um, prem. Um, there's no World Cup this summer. It's going to be in the winter. We've talked about that before. So um, we're going to have to keep. Just keep got on some our international toes. matches as of now. Yeah, Nations League. Yeah, that just ended. Um, we talked. We saw the Concacaf Nations League as well. Um, the U.S. got a win and a draw there. A uh, late drama draw against El Salvador. Two red cards. Um, uh, absolutely disgusting game. Rain and the mud. It was incredible to see. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll. Evan's gonna come out with his episode on Arsenal. I would have loved to have had him on here to get his thoughts on Chelsea and United. But I think Arsenal's in is in a similar boat as United trying to break into that top four. I think they have a lot of youth in that team and could definitely, they don't have to spend as much money as the other clubs. I think they just need to fill in a couple of those roles, mainly the number nine. Um, it seems like that's a regular that's the role for all of the top teams. Yeah. That's a role that a lot of teams are trying to find. And I think city and Liverpool have found it where everybody else is trying to, um, I think Tottenham's all right. They're, Harry Kane's pretty good number nine. Yeah, I think Tottenham's been in the best space for the past five to eight years with him. So, yeah, um, they haven't been worried about finding a number nine for a while. And they have Sun to go with him, so they're doing okay. But, um, yeah, that'll do us. That puts us at, like, the 50-minute mark. Went a little longer than I thought. But um, make sure you check us out on all our socials, at Post20Pod, for any news on transfers or, or maybe whatever else. Um, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for to stay updated with when we release new episodes. Um, and yeah, Zach, anything else you want to add before we close out? Well, that's about it. Yep, that's a lot about, of business to be done. That's a lot of business. Looking forward to Evan's episode. Might yep. just be, might be just as long. Yep, looking <laughs> just, forward. Just on Arsenal. Yeah, I could see it, but he'll he'll keep it pretty tamed i would believe but it'll be a lot of a lot of great detail i'm looking forward to anyways it. yeah that's um, better yeah we're gonna crack on we're gonna break into maybe some career mode with our own team we create our own club there wakefield um fc right yep yeah wakefield wanderers yep wakefield wanderers we're gonna probably crack on there in the league two and fight our way up to the championship uh and the premier league eventually so yeah until then we will catch you next week take care